Praise the Lord. My message for today is about encouraging. Is anybody here honest enough to say that they had a rough day? Now, I want everybody to look to your right and say something nice. As followers of Christ, we are told to encourage others, Herbert, 10, 24 through 25. We have to, wait, Daddy, but no. We have to encourage our family and friends by sharing God's word with them. Proverbs, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. that Sister Julia is going to come sing a song.
Just take a few more moments. He deserves more than that. Hallelujah. 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 Woo. He is good.
may be seated. Doesn't it feel good in here? Is it just me? It feels awesome. Woo, thank you all so much for being here tonight. Didn't our young people do amazing? Let's go. Let's go. Braden leading with that fiery passion of his. That was awesome. Alex on the drums. We had some new singers up here, and I'm going to embarrass her, but what's she going to do? Um, Elena got up here for the first time. I'm so proud of her. Let's go. Adriana was on the, where's Abby? On the ox keys for the first time. Let's go. Alex was on the drums for the 1800th time, but sounded better every time he does it. Julio was up here. I love Julia. Doesn't she sing like an angel? Oh, my goodness. I think Ashley, was this your first time praise singing? Oh, well, Ashley was up here. Third time, excuse me. Ashley's third time praise singing. Let's go. And then Mackenzie, seven. Let's go. Seventh, yeah, McKenzie's seventh time up here. And Caden's first time giving a fiery five. Let's go. That was awesome. We had a new person join the youth today, and she led okay, I guess. I mean, she needs a little bit more practice, but we're glad that (laughs) Sister Shay was able to help us out tonight. Just kidding, she's the best. Let's go. Thank you, Sister Shay. That is my favorite song, Stones. And I've been begging Abby for 18 years to please sing that song. And she did it tonight. And I'm so, man, y'all can get up here singing again. I'd be okay with that. It was beautiful. Then, I mean, everyone's just done a great job. I'm just so excited to be here tonight with all of you guys. Um, For those who don't know, this is my last service as, uh, oh, I almost said (laughs) Stratos. Guys, it's been a few years. Let's get it over. Um, as Awakens uh, youth leader, and Alex got on to me because I kept saying my last service, and he let me know real quick, uh, it's not my last service. It's my last service as a youth leader. And so thank you all for being here. It means a lot to me. Um, if it's okay, I want to take a few moments before I, I uh, dive into what I feel like the Lord has for us tonight. Um, I want to give a little thank you, some thank yous, and then I'm going to cry a little bit, and then we're going to dive into the word, okay? Is that okay with everybody? Awesome. Woo-woo. Before I start giving out thank yous, I want to give out welcomes. My sister is here. Y'all, she's going to get the Holy Ghost before we leave. Don't tell her. Don't tell her. But she getting it. Okay. Uh, I'm so glad that she's here. She's got to hang out with me the last few days, and I'm glad that she she's here for this service. Um, my friend from work, Delena, is here somewhere. She moved. Delena, I'm glad you're here. So glad. Anybody else? No, I don't think there's anybody else here. Brother Steve is here. For those who don't know, that's my youth pastor. Ariel knows Brother Steve. He's great. He's great. I'm so glad. Thank you, Brother Steve, for being here. Um, I'm so glad that all of you are here. I can name everybody, but um, I don't know everybody's names. I'm bad with names. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm so glad you all are here that you can make it. Um, I do want to say a quick thank you, a long thank you, a medium thank you, all the thank yous to Pastor. Um, If you guys don't know, we do have the best. If you don't know. Now you know. Pastor, I mean, I don't, I don't say that because he's standing right in the middle looking at me. I promise you, that's not why I'm saying it. I'm saying it because it's true. 
we have the best pastor in the world. The best. And he, <laughs> I want to thank him for trusting me with the young people because he could have done anything else, but he chose me. And um, I'm thankful for that, Pastor. I'm thankful for the trust that you've placed in me to lead Awaken and um, just kind of get me upstairs and run with it. And uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that a whole lot. You really are the best. And if I can learn from the best, I know I'm doing good. So um, any mistake has been mine. Any success has definitely been his. <laughs> so I'm so thankful for Pastor. Um, and then I also want to give a thank you to Sister Laura Butler. Um, man, Pastor's the best pastor. Sister Laura was the second best youth pastor because Brother Steve's here. <laughs> I learned all the good stuff from Pastor and all the bad stuff from Sister Laura. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. Sister Laura led Awaken with, with everything that she had for seven years, and that showed me how to be the leader. Uh, really, it's just I just picked up the baton where she left it, and she trusted me. I know she did with, um, with her young people. And um, I know she never failed to pray for me, to pray for them. And um, whenever she had something going on, she trusted me up there with them. And that means a lot to me, Sister Laura. Um, I'm just kidding about some of the bad parts to some. But um, I'm so thankful for what you left me. And I tell the young people all the time, I'm, I only look good because of what you left me. And, um, that, and that's the truth. She, she got all the bad ones and I got all the good ones. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just... Um, but thank you so much for your leadership and for your friendship and for, for your mentorship. Um, I wouldn't be the woman I am today without your influence. Um, and then I want to thank Brother Steve. Man, I love that he's here. Oh, my goodness. I learned all the really bad stuff from Brother Steve. <laughs> he introduced spoons. So y'all can't yell at me about the spoons because I got it from him. I promise you I got it from him. Um, that those have been banned, uh, <laughs> but maybe y'all can bring it back now that I'm the blood. <laughs> Pastor said no, <laughs> but um, brother Steve, I y'all, it was rough. I was rough. Some of you don't believe me, but most of you were here. Uh, I was rough, and brother Steve loved me anyway. Him and Sister Miranda took me under their wing. And loved and poured into me, mentored me, led me, and didn't get mad at me <laughs> like Pastor does. No, I'm just kidding. No, he, 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 if he got mad at me, he never showed it. Now, he would get angry, but he never got angry at me in my ministry. And he saw my potential, and he believed in me before anybody else did. And... Um, I'm so thankful for you, Brother Steve and Sister Miranda. Um, I won't tell you the stories about Sister Miranda, but <laughs> she's not here to defend herself. Uh, but she's, um, man, I remember. I'm going to tell a quick story. Is that cool? Um, we were upstairs, and Brother, Brother Steve was preaching, and I was really upset that I didn't have a Bible because Brother Steve was talking about the importance of the word and having the word, and he was giving it as all, like, and fixing his little belt while he was teaching like he always did. And and I just was crestfallen. And Sister Miranda saw that. And 
Y'all remember that? She still, he still does it, I think. Um, <laughs> he did it all the time. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, and she saw, she saw I was crestfallen, and she, she said, follow me. And I was like, we can't leave. It's church time. And she said, follow me. And so we went out the, those rusty steps out there, and she took me to her home. And she pulled out one of the very first Bibles that she had after she was married. Um, says Miranda Doss on it. And she gave that to me. She says, Sheila, you use this for as long as you need. And that's one of my most prized possessions, obviously because it's the word. But, but because a youth pastor took time out to help a young person and to invest in me. And that showed me the importance of investing in young people right there. There's a lot of other things she did. She brought the whole youth group to to my job one time because I hadn't been coming to church. I mean, she she believed in me. She was not going to let me go, and I'm so thankful for a youth pastor, and I hope I was in some way a small part of what Sister Miranda was to me, to you all. Um, and then I want one last, well, two last thank yous, and then I'll get into the word, I promise. Um, thank you to the parents. This is your most prized possession, and I understand that. I understand how important each and every one of your children are to you and that you trusted me for the most part to lead your young people. Um, I didn't get anything but accolades from parents. I didn't get anything but you're doing a good job. We love you. Um, Spank my kid. I got a couple of those, uh, but (laughs) I didn't. Uh, But thank you, parents, for entrusting me with your young people. it means a whole lot, and it will mean a lot for the rest of my life. And then awaken. Here we go. Don't cry, guys. Here we go. Here we go. I love awaken so much. I love all you young people. You know that. Even the young people that don't technically aren't a technically a part of awaken, you're still my young people. Um, Gracie, McKinley, Cadence, I'm so glad you three are here tonight. It means a lot to me that you're here. Um, I consider you my young people. I consider, oh, my goodness. I could go down the list. But I'm not going to because all my favorite ones left. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just. (laughs) Elena, I've watched you. Adriana, Brayden, Breakout Brayden. He wishes his team would do that, but they haven't. Um, The Reverend. Alex, I don't say that to be funny. I say that because you're going to be a reverend one day. And I believe that. And I've seen the sacrifices that you've made, and I've seen the things that you've gone through. And I told you all the time, you remind me of myself. Look where I'm at. You're going to be bigger and better because God's got your back. And I believe that. I don't call you the reverend to be cute. Love you, Alex, so much. Braden, your worship blessed me tonight. Oh, I could keep going, but I don't like the rest of you. So I'm going to get, no, I, <laughs> I love you all so much. I really do. Elena, girl, my ride or die. I love you. You're going to do great things for the Lord. You really are. Just got to open that mouth. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I believe that. Do you? I do. I believe that. Adriana, girl, 
it's not going to be too long before you're on that piano standing up, rocking out like Sister Shay. It's going to happen. I believe that. Ashley, I believe you're going to be up here giving more than just one fiery five or two or three. I believe it. Kenzie, I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> no, I know the Lord's going to use you because you love him. I'm excited. Oh, is everybody feeling good? Nick, Moses, oh, I love you guys. Nick, you walk to church all the time. That reminds me of myself. So I understand that you understand the importance of being in the house of God. Thank you for being here tonight. Moses, I only got you for a summer, but I'm so glad I did. So glad you're part of Awaken. I love you. All right. Somebody called the Smaltz police. Okay, we're done with that. I, I gotta get. I gotta hurry because somebody said something about food across the street. So we gotta get started. Um, I'm gonna read out of Acts two and Hebrews. If you don't mind to stand just real quick for the word. Oh goodness. Yeah. Thank you so much. So Acts chapter two, verses three and four. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And then if you go to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28 and 29, it says, Wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear for our God is a consuming fire. Thank you for standing. You may be seated. Pastor, never mind. Brother Steve, would you pray over the message tonight, please? Amen. I got to put on my coat. Tyler let me borrow his coat. Brother Roberts. How do I look? All right, here we go. I want to speak on a quick word tonight. Ignite the fire line and let it burn. Dawson was telling me a story a few days ago. Oh, I forgot to say something about Dawson and John. Oh, and Zach. Oh, guys. Oh, I'm so sorry. I love you guys. I forgot the three musketeers. I'm so sorry. You didn't sit up here. And Hunter. Oh, Lord, I forgot all the young people. <laughs> Goodness. I love all of you guys. You know this. <laughs> Hunter, you did a good job tonight. Lee, woo. Yeah, praying. Good job. John Dawson in the sound booth rocking it. And you did a real good job on that game because we won. That's why you did a good job. All right, Zach, I'm so glad you're here tonight. Okay, Dawson was telling me a story a few days ago about a farmer who had caught his tractor on fire. He said he had been making a fire line in his field and had gotten too close. His plastic gas tank melted, causing the tractor to go up in flames. So this led me to ask what a fire line was. I've never heard that term. Does anybody else know what that is? Oh, okay. Uh, the firefighters need to put your hands down. Okay. You think you know what it is? Basically, yeah. That's a, basically. 
So this, le- I was intrigued. He gave me some details, and I was like, hmm, I'm going to do a little bit more research on that. And so my research led me to Lily because she's awesome, and I love talking to her about stuff, and she's so passionate. And she gave me some more information, and then she sent me this article, and it said, Can Fire Fight Fire? It says, Counter fires or backfires, or a fire line, can be lit in a so-called controlled prescribed burn, to starve a fire of the fuel it needs to spread. This is a fire that is on purpose, deliberately ignited in front of an active fire front, usually a forest fire or grass fire or some other type of wildfire. The fire line consumes some of the material and creates a fire belt that the wildfire has difficulty crossing. At best, the backfire can completely prevent the fire from spreading. The best effect, effect is in is if the counterfire is located so close to the fire front that the counterfire is eventually sucked into the back towards the original fire. Ignited at the correct distance, the fire line will move in the direction of the main fire without spreading elsewhere. So in essence, fire prevents fire. Fire is a natural part of the earth. It wrecks havoc on everything. You know when an area has experienced fire, even a minor one is enough to completely change a landscape. You can't even touch something that has been burned without it getting on you in some way. And fires, when left unchecked, can burn for hours, days, even weeks at a time. Fire is devastating in the natural. Even in biblical times, fire is one of the most devastating things that could happen. Three boys were thrown in fire. It fell from heaven and destroyed two cities. It's used to describe hell. Fire is scary. But time and time again, God uses fire as a sign of his might and his power. On Mount Mount Carmel, he descended. He appeared to Moses as a burning bush. He lit a water-soaked altar ablaze. He appeared in the wilderness as a pillar of fire. God fought fire with fire. In the New Testament, and testimony, yep, that's it. (laughs) In the New Testament, and we talked about this a little bit last night at Bible Connect. If you don't go to Bible Connect, just a little plug, you need to go to Bible Connect because it's fantastic. I learn something every time I'm there. Um, We we talked about this a little bit last night. But John the Baptist referred to Jesus' ministry as baptizing with the Holy Spirit and Fire. In Hebrews, God is described as an all-consuming fire. And on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost appeared like as a... There, you guys heard it. But this world is on fire. In case you didn't know. Everywhere we turn, we see more and more fire damage. Not just outside, but in our families and in our homes. Fire is ravaging these things that we love, the people that we love. Fire is destroying. But I came here tonight because I think it's about time we start igniting our own fire lines. It's time we start fighting fire with an all-consuming fire. But we, can, we can't light something on fire if we don't have anything to light it with. See, the Holy Ghost is our fire. It's our weapon to be able to create our fire line. You can build a ditch for your fire line, and you can have everything you need. But if you don't have the match to light it, it ain't going to catch on fire, right? 
If we don't have it, we can't use it. So the first thing we need is the Holy Ghost. And it's God's gift to everyone. It's free. I love a good free gift. I love, a, I love gifts. It's part of our salvation. It's for you. It's for me. It's for, it's for Uncle Bart. It's for anybody and everybody. It's for everybody sitting in this room tonight. It's not by accident that everybody that's in this room tonight is here. It is no accident. And if you want it and you don't have it, you can get it right now. If we want to make heaven or have any kind of hope at all, we must repent, be baptized in Jesus' name, then receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You can get it right now. It's God's desire to see everyone get it. The, 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 the being that created everything, everything. And then he got dirty to make us. He got down on his hands and knees to make us. Then he robed himself in flesh and died for us. That being loves you so much that he wants to give you the Holy Ghost. He doesn't want anybody to perish. That's in there. So once you have the Holy Ghost, you have now been equipped with fire. You're a firefighter. Congratulations. I don't have jackets for everyone. Sorry. You have the power and the fire to start controlling the fires of this world. Your fire line might be small. The ditch might not be very deep, but it does not have to be. You have more power than you know. The Bible says we are a kingdom unshaken, and that's all I need to hear. When I read the Bible and how awesome God is, how much he loves me, how I'm reminded over and over, I'm a little hard-headed, he's got to teach me more than once, over and over and over again that he has my back without exception, I get a little fired up. I get a little excited. Because he's awesome. <laughs> and I get when I, when I read this word, if you've never read the Bible, I, I suggest you read it. It's fantastic. It's a good little... Uh, Good little chart, chart topper. What's it called? Um, bestseller. That's the word. It's the best. Even if it wasn't a bestseller, you need to read it. Uh, it's a great book. I love it. And when I read it, I get fired up. I get the feeling I can get a little dinky water gun and take on every demon in hell. He makes us powerful. He makes us that powerful. So you might just be starting out learning about where the best place for your fire line is. You might be in the process of pouring out some of the fuel, trying to decide how much fuel you may need. It doesn't matter because once you ignite it, it will become your greatest weapon against the fires of this world. You can make it. You can win. And you may have been burned before. You may be a little singed. There's some ash. There's a little suit on you. You may have lost a tractor gas tank. You may have slipped and you may have lit the fire yourself. That's raging out of control. But that's okay because our God is more powerful and all-consuming. Ignite your fire line and watch it burn. Let it consume you completely. Completely. And I don't, I, I mean, I don't know much about fighting fires. I know you guys don't believe that. But I know how to do a lot of things. Fire, fighting fires isn't on my list yet on my list of things that I can accomplish. But I've been accused of setting a few, but I've, <laughs> I've never fought. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a true story, but I never did. But, <laughs> but not fighting them. I've never fought a fire. I don't know all the lingo or the gear or the equipment, Cadence. If I try to say some things, I'm going to look dumb because I don't know it all. All I know is that I've never seen a fire 
with just one firefighter standing there with the hose trying to take it all by himself. There will be times that it's going to look like the fire is too big, too powerful, too scary. It's going to look that way. That even though you have the Holy Ghost, you might need some help fighting fire with fire, and that is okay. This past weekend, I had the privilege to go to train up for children's ministry. And let me tell you, I got a little fired up. Renewed fire for God's kingdom. I want to go out and get every child out of their home and take them to church. (laughs) I think that might be illegal, but that's what I wanted to do. I want to go get everybody. And just hanging out with the ladies that I went with was so renewing and refreshing. I got to hang out with Sister Lisa. I got to hang out with Sister Emily. And I got to hang out with Sister Trina. And let me tell you something. If you don't pay your tithes, don't hang out with Sister Trina. She will convict you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. She was preaching before we ever got on 55, okay? <laughs> she wasn't playing around. So just hanging out with those ladies who know the importance and the power of, of the Holy Ghost, it fired me up. And then I came home to hell happening. I'm talking immediately. And it wasn't a fire that I started. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't one I fed or that I helped create. I wasn't even there. But it was no less destructive. And it was no less on a war path. And there was absolutely nothing that I could do but watch in the natural. I can't do it by myself. The sheer devastation of it paralyzed me. It broke me. It broke my heart to pieces. I was undone. And then I remembered who I was. I am a firefighter. And I started prepping my fire line. And then I called for some backup. I called some other firefighters. And I didn't go into detail But I didn't have to. They heard my cry for help and they were there immediately to help me. You don't have to go into specifics with your fellow firefighters. You don't. Well, I don't care how the fire started. I just want to put it out. (laughs) But we need each other. Young people, having the Holy Ghost is essential And I hope I made that clear during my time with everyone upstairs. We have to have the Holy Ghost. We have to have the fire so that we can fight fire. But we also need backup. We can't do it alone. Some fires, we have to. Some fires, it's just you and God. But others, you do not have to do it by yourself. And that is a hard lesson that I've learned. Because I want to do everything by myself. (laughs) But you don't have to give a full account of the origin of the fire. How it started, why it grew. All you have to do is yell fire and your fellow firefighters will come running. That's why it's important who you surround yourself with, young people. I can't call 911 and report a fire to a barista. I can't. They'll be like, well, I'll make you coffee. You can drink it when you're done. But they're not going to come help me fight a fire. I only use barista because I'm okay. All right. She isn't going to know what to do. She may, may be able to locate the extinguisher, maybe. But when I call 911, I want a firefighter. You have to be able to call 911 to your friends. We need each other. We need to bind with others. Let them help you dig the ditch, pour the fuel, light the match. Help them. Let them help you with your fire line if you feel like you can't. Sometimes the fire, we've been fighting fire, fires forever, and we're exhausted. 
And we're just, I can't, if I smell one more hint of smoke, I'm undone. Has anybody else felt like that? I've been there. But when I feel that way, I call on the Holy Ghost who renews my strength. And then I call my firefighters. I have to. It's important. It's important. I can go down my list of fires right now, and, and they know who they are because they got a text message Saturday night. <laughs> so my fire fires know who they are. If you guys don't care to stay in, and I'm almost done. Thank you all so much for being here. But I just want to sum up with all of this. You need God. Period. Dot. End of discussion. You need him. And he needs you. You need his word. You need his grace. And you need his mercy. We can't make it without it. I don't want to make it without it. We won't make it without him. We will not make it without the fire. And so I want to encourage you all to come to the front. These altars are open. I want to encourage you to start digging a fire line. I want to encourage you, start fighting fire with fire because the fire of the natural is not going to take you out. Make up in your mind that your fire is bigger, your fire is better, and you can stop any fire in the natural with the one from the spiritual. I want to encourage you all to come up here, start digging a ditch, start pouring some fuel, start lighting a match, ignite the fire line, and let it burn.